the City Mission Training School. Of equal importance with public effort is house-to-house work in the homes of the people. In large cities, there are certain classes who cannot be reached by public meetings. These must be searched out as the shepherd searches for his lost sheep. Diligent personal effort must be put forth on their behalf. When personal work is neglected, many precious opportunities are lost, which, were they improved, would advance the work decidedly. Again, as the result of the presentation of truth in large congregations, a spirit of inquiry is awakened, and it is especially important that this interest be followed by personal labor. Those who desire to investigate the truth need to be taught to study diligently the Word of God. Someone must help them to build an unsure foundation. At this critical time in the religious experience, how important it is that wisely directed Bible workers come to their help and open to their understanding the treasure house of God's Word. A well-balanced work can be carried on best in the cities when a Bible school for the training of workers is in progress while public meetings are being held. Connected with the training school or city mission should be experienced laborers of deep spiritual understanding who can give the Bible workers daily instruction and who can also unite wholeheartedly in the general public effort. And as men and women are converted to the truth, those standing at the head of the mission should, with much prayer, show these new converts how to experience the power of the truth in their hearts. Such a mission, if conducted by those who know how to manage wisely, will be a light shining in a dark place. Missions are essential as the foundation of missionary effort in our cities. But never let it be forgotten that those standing at the head of them are to guard every point that all may be done to the honor of God. In these missions, young men and women are to receive a training that will qualify them to work for the Master. But if they do not possess solidity of character and spirit of consecration, all effort to fit them for the work will prove a failure. Without a high sense of propriety, of sobriety, of sacredness of the truth and the exalted character of the work, they cannot succeed. The same is true of the older workers. Unless they are sanctified by the truth, they cannot give those under their charge an education that will elevate, ennoble, and refine them. Our missions must be kept free from all wrong practices, all coarseness, all carelessness. Everything connected with them should be above reproach. Everyone who has any part to act in them should be an example to believers. There is need that many moments be spent in secret prayer, in close communion with God. Thus only can victories be won. Every arrangement of the mission should be such to garrison the soul against yielding to temptation. Every unholy passion must be kept under the control of sanctified reason through the grace abundantly bestowed by God. When a man who is counted worthy to fill a position of trust in one of our institutions or in a mission betrays his trust and gives himself into the hands of Satan as an instrument of unrighteousness to sow the seeds of evil, he is a traitor of the worst type. From one such tainted, polluted mind, the youth often received the impure thoughts that lead to a life of shame and defilement. The men and women at the head of a mission need close connection with God in order to keep themselves pure and to know how to manage the youth discreetly so that the thoughts of all shall be untainted, uncorrupted. Let the lessons given be of an elevated, ennobling character that the mind may be filled with pure, Christ-like thoughts. Every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. 1 John 3.3 3. 
As God is pure in his fear, so man is to be pure in his. And he will be pure of Christ as form within, the hope of glory, for he will imitate Christ's life and reflect his character. When a mission is established in a city, our people should take an interest in it, showing this interest in a practical, substantial way. The mission workers labor hard and self-sacrificingly, and they do not receive large wages. Let not our people think that the conducting of city missions is an easy work, or one that brings financial profit. Often the missions are carried on with no means in sight by men and women who from day to day beseech God to send the means with which to advance the work. 